Welcome to the show. It's Real Talk with the Six Man. I'm your host, the Six Man. This podcast is uncut, unscripted, and we talk about a wide range of topics such as black entrepreneurship, social injustice, education, finances, the family dynamic, Me Too movement, Black Lives Matter, and mental health, along with many more. It's a Real Talk podcast to empower, educate, encourage, uplift, and inspire, and to allow others to be better than they were yesterday. You're listening to Real Talk with the Six Man. Be better than yesterday, I gotta be better than yesterday No matter if I'm playing six man or star, I'm better than yesterday I gotta be better than yesterday, I gotta be better than yesterday No matter if I'm playing six man or star, I'm better than yesterday We gotta be better, do better that's every minute, every second. Uh, drop a juice, hope you collecting them. Uh, the voice of the people, we all gon' get heard. This real spill, never clear what I say. Uh, always tuned in, never tuned out. Gotta stay walking, be a sleepwalker. Gotta stand up, got too many stand out. Stay ready, like the six man of the year. We up now. We, we, we up now. Be better than yesterday, I gotta be better than yesterday. No matter if I'm playing six man or star, I'm better than yesterday. Welcome back to the show, y'all. Um, it's Real Talk with the Six Man. Um, and this weekend is Valentine's Day weekend. But I wanted to do something different because I feel like sometimes we always hear these stories about, um, you know, these relationships that always work out. But we don't really hear the, the testimonies and the struggles that people get to to get to these successful relationships. So I got a, a good friend of mine who um who's kind of been um I wanna say in my corner for a while. I mean we haven't we don't see each other often, but I do remember um in the past uh when we were going to Delaware State, he would be somebody who would actually, you know, at that time, you know, pick us up from home, take us to school. But again, you know, it's still at that time, you know, drop some wisdom, you know, drop some knowledge, let us know you know, things that we need to look out for and that we was going to be on our own. But it's still, you know, even if we was wrong, he still had our back. So it was that that, that bond that when you kind of got that uncle figure that you don't necessarily think you, you was going to get out of this person. And then when you get it, it's like, oh, OK, that's what's up. So, Ty, man, I appreciate you, um, you know, some taking some time with me to talk. And I know when we went to the um, um, falling down but getting up event um, yeah. a couple of weeks ago you know we was we, we started a conversation oh yeah and the conversation we started I thought um, was no was noteworthy to kind of you know get recorded because it, it started to get to the point where everything you were saying to me it was relatable for me yeah. and so I wanted to kind of get you to kind of you know share um, some of the background that you've 
discover because I noticed that a lot of brothers are going through this now. Yeah. But I feel like they don't necessarily. Um, I don't want to say. Um, I don't want to say they don't man up to talk about it, but a lot of times we don't open up as men as much as we should to kind of release some of that um, animosity, so to speak, and within bad relationships. So kind of, you know, just take me back to, you know, you know, a place where, you know, you thought you thought you had it all right. You thought the relationship was good, but then it just it kind of backfired on you. You kind of realized it wasn't what you thought it was going to be. Yeah, yeah. When we was talking that day, I had to kind of do some reflection and, and that reflecting was just on you know my, my past marriage and I, you know at one time I was real bitter about the whole thing and just looked at what was what happened to me right instead of looking at what I what role I played Play. in the whole situation right, right. And, and, and the situation was like I was telling you I was coming home one day and you know nothing out of the ordinary I get home, I, I hit my garage door open and it won't open. So I'm like, what's going on? It, it was in the evening time. Wow. So, you know, I went to try to open it, still wouldn't open. So I just opened the front door. Man, I looked in the house, man, it was echoes going everywhere. It was wow. nothing in there but a big screen TV wow. and one uh, sofa chair. Everything wow. else was just completely taken out. And, you know, at that point, I was like, how could she do this to me, man? Just take everything. You know, and and this all, yeah. and this is no notice, no nothing. No, no nothing. I we, mean, did we, you did you kind of see no, this no, coming? Yeah, but we we talked. We said that you know we knew things wasn't working out, and you know we were going to separate. But we haven't even you know we even had a spreadsheet of what I was going to have and what she was going to have. Oh, okay. Right? So y'all so had somewhat yeah, of a plan. Yeah, we, we we did. We we knew it was coming to an end, but you know at that same time. You know that whole spreadsheet didn't work because when I got home, it was like all I said, gone. It was all gone. And, wow. and, and it held, had me to really man up and and look at the whole picture because, like I said, the, in the beginning I was just looking at her, what she did, how could she do this? But then I had to look at it and say, well, what role did I have to do with right. this? Right. And I was like, man, I, I, was, I wasn't faithful, okay. you know, because I was miserable at home. Okay. Because I still wasn't doing what I was supposed to do anyway, right. so I had to take on my own ownership of right. the problem of the issue right. Right. and you know and my wife at that time you know she was going through some things and i thought i was going to be able to fix everything like mm. fix her issues wow you know everything i, That's I compromised i can relate to that you know how i love football man right. i stopped playing football stopped coaching because wow. she was like you're spending too much time away from home wow. won't you stay home with me i'm doing all these things thinking that i'm doing this to fix the issue but that issue was deeper than that. Right. Everything that I did, that, you know what I'm saying? I did all that. But then I got away from who I was right. to try to please her. Right. But she still wasn't pleased. Right. You know? And I had to look at the whole situation. I couldn't see it at the time because I was in it. Mm -hmm. But but when she left, man, my eyes was open. Wow. <laughs> yeah, my eyes was wide open. And, and so I, I know a lot of times men, you know, tend to, you know, lean towards, oh, it wasn't my fault. I don't know why she would treat me like this. And, and you always hear that, you know, it's three sides to every story. Yeah. It's her side, it's your side, and then it's the truth yeah. of the matter that really happened. So I know a lot of brothers tend to not man up, so to yeah. speak, yeah. and say, okay, it was some stuff I could have did different because I know in my divorce, you know, at the time, I mean, we had a child involved. So it was a little bit more um, emotional yeah. because I wanted to make sure I was gonna be able to keep ties with my daughter 
And I also wanted to make sure that we could kind of be the type of co-parents that can, you know, get along for the sake of the child, you know. And I mean, in the beginning, it was rough. I'll tell anybody. In the beginning, it was rough. And um, to, to, to the point where when you start kind of talking about when you came home, nothing was there. In, in reverse for me, it was like I left. Yeah. Like, because I, I, I felt like either I'm going to hurt you or you going to hurt me. But now that we got this baby here, I don't want that to be the case because yeah. I don't want her to even come and, 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 and get in the middle of what we can't fix. Yeah. And I remember talking to a um, a spiritual counselor from our church, and she basically was like, you know, at this point, you can't really focus on, you can't really focus on them. Yeah. Meaning you can't focus on your ex-wife and you can't focus on your child. You got to focus on what's going to make Kevin better, yeah. right? And it was a rough road because it was like she was pregnant mm -hmm. and we was, you know, married. Yeah, yeah. And it was like, I didn't get married to get a divorce. Yeah. You know what I mean? I didn't get married to just be like, all right, I'm done, right? And so we was going through so much, you know, I mean, the police being called, me getting put out of my house. You know, I mean, I remember when I went to court and the judge looked at me and was like, yeah, so uh, we're going we gonna to have another trial date or, or what, a arraignment date or whatever. He was like, it's going to be on this date. And I think it was like a couple weeks to the date that he set. Yeah. He was like, and from this date on, you can't go back home. Yeah. I was like, wait, what? I've been through the same thing. I was <laughs> like, I, we, we married because like uh -huh. we not, this yeah. not like uh -huh. we, we renting. Yeah. I mean, this our house. Yeah, but you can't go back yeah. home. And then you got to make phone calls to the sheriffs yeah. Yeah. to meet them, to get yeah. your private stuff. Yeah. And it was just, it began to get too much for me. Even as a man, I mean, yeah. even as, as strong as I want to think I am. Yeah. I mean, this situation broke me down to the point where I ain't even want to come outside no more. You know what I mean? And so I know a lot of men go through this, but don't necessarily talk about it. So when we had the opportunity to talk, I, I, I felt a lot of stuff that you said because yeah. I was like, I wonder if men really, not just, you know, amongst each other, but I wonder if men really get together and just talk about this. Like, really get that stuff off their chest. Because we got to. Because if yeah. we don't, you know, they say pressure bust pipes. Oh, yeah. But but you you absolutely right on that. I forgot all about that. When we was living in uh, Clinton, you know, one morning I, I come home late, you know, and, and I was like, I used to hate coming home. So wow. I, I come home late. Wow. I come home late. I think I came home about one or two o'clock. I had to go to work the next day, and you know I slept in another room. She wakes up about six. I'm still tired, right? To get to slamming stuff, making all this noise. Waking you up, man. Yeah. So, so I'm. She asking letting you know her, she yeah, ready to talk. Yeah, yeah. So I'm asking her, you know, what what is all this for? Then she get to throwing stuff at me. Oh, so, yeah. so I grabbed her, right? Then I just grabbed my stuff. Next thing you know. The police was at the house. I was already gone. Okay. I get a call, and it's a notice on the door telling me that I got a court appearance. Yeah. I'm like, because y'all put my hands on. I said, huh? I just grabbed, she threw stuff at me. Right. I, I go to court, right? And, I, you know, she was a lawyer and everything. I'm just walking in there blind, you know, just like, like what we need all this for? for? Because you know what the situation truly was. Right. I come home late, you was mad at right. it. Right, and that you was know? it. Yeah, and, and, but you blew and, it up to something and, else. And you throwing stuff, I'm grabbing you. It's not like I hit you, I grabbed you because you throwing stuff at right. me. Like, you know, calm down, down, get yeah. my stuff to, you know, so I can leave. go, right. Yeah, so the, so the, the Lord, the, actually the judge told me that, um, that the fact that I grabbed her, that I need to leave the house. Yeah. And that I need to, 
continue to pay the mortgage, yep. but I cannot live there. And and I, you know, to me, wow, I, I, you know, the, the, and she said that you know everything was fine until you told me that you grabbed it. I said, but she threw all this stuff at me. Did you hear that part? She said, yeah, but you grabbed it just to make sure that, she said, because it's toxic. That's what the, the judge wow. was saying out of that. But this was. But what was you supposed to do? Yeah, but I know. So Like, yeah, but, but just let her throw stuff at you and, yeah, but and I, you get hurt? And I didn't even understand why the police was even called. And then the situation came that, you know, I understand you own a firearm and you know all this other stuff yeah. and it wasn't even a firearm in the house at the time right so you know i went through that but that was a telltale sign then that was that was probably seven to eight years before all the other stuff happened. wow so it was like all this writing on the wall but you don't want to pay attention to it because you know in my mindset is i'm gonna try to fix this i want peace in the house but when you compromise so much right Nobody wins. Right. You don't win by compromising, and she doesn't win because she still got some brokenness in her that that can't be fixed. Like, but that. you know, you got some professionals that yeah. tell you that that big C word is one of the things that has to happen in order the things to work. And so, I'm listening to you, and I mean everything that you just said in terms of, you know. Uh, you need to come home more, stop going out with your boy. I mean, yeah. doing some of the things that I was doing when we met. Yeah. Like, you know, if if, if my thing was kind of just, you know, going out on, you know, Friday night after yeah. I got off yeah. work for an yeah. hour or two with the yeah. boys, I didn't necessarily think that this needed to stop because yeah. we got married. Yeah. You know what I mean? Exactly. And then it got to the point where, well, I'm your wife now. And it yeah. was that title game. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So uh -huh. it was like. I'm your wife now, so you need to come home. Yeah. So now that I'm coming home, mm -hmm. now that I'm kind of doing all these things that you want, it's like it's still not good enough because it's like you want more and yeah, more every and time more. You give, it's right. more you have to give. Right. But, but at the same time, that's why I say that we have to understand that when we get in these relationships, man, we got to do some homework before we jump right. into these relationships because it, it was some, like I said, some brokenness on her part and my part. Right. And, and me trying to fix her. That's not my job. Right. So we supposed to compliment each other instead of comp continue to compromise. Because like I said, when you go down that road of compromising with a person and that and that person not giving, wow. you just and you the one just giving on one side like that, it, it doesn't work. It take you there, yeah. man. It, it, it definitely do that. It'll but take I, you there. I'm telling you, man, it, you know, out of the whole thing, I, I continue to look back on it. And the only thing I can do is look at me and say what I did wrong. Okay. First of all, you know, I was dealing with other women, and I was like, you know, when I look back on my life, I say, well, I got married at 24. Okay. So, you know. Young man. Young, you know. But I wasn't really, I wanted her, but I didn't want nobody else that. So right. I say, let, let's, let's let me, get, let married. get married. Yeah, let's get married. <laughs> is, but, that a, yeah. is that a selfish mindset? Oh, that was selfish. Okay. But, but, but even, not even looking at the compatibility, not even looking at the issues that was already there. Because everything she was was already there. Right. Everything I was was already there. Right. But we, we tend to try to change people or try to change them. Even the mindset of compromising. Right. You changing you. Right. Compromise. Right. And continue to compromise. Right. And I'm not saying you're not supposed to compromise, but it should be a balance of compromise. Right. Not you trying to change everything about right. you to fit you, into this will, relationship. Will you, will you fall into this void where you yeah. like, am I, you're not, you're who not am even I? You. 
Yeah. yeah, you don't even know who you are. And I remember one time going to my grandmother's house. And, my, you know, I mean, at this at this time, I think my grandma was probably like 92, 93. Mm -hmm. So she's 96 now. Yeah. And so I remember going to her house and um, I kind of came in, spoke to her like I always would, sat out on the couch. And she was just like, where my grandson at? And a tear came out of my eye. And I was like, Grandma, what you talking about? She was like, don't let nothing that you guys are going through change who you are. Yeah. Yeah. Because when you come over here, you you upbeat, you 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 say something to make me laugh. The last couple of times you've been over here, you just sit on this couch and just look at the TV with me. And I, that ain't when you when you come over here, that's not what I'm looking for. I'm looking for you to kind of talk to me, you know, bring some life into my life. You know what I mean? And and it just made me think. Like here it is, this is a woman that don't live with me. Mm-hmm. Here it is, this is somebody that I don't really talk to about my issues. I mean, she would probably get some of the insight from my mother, but mm -hmm. me not coming directly yeah. from me. So for her to get that from, you know, from me yeah. at that point in time, I mean, the tip was, what are you doing? Yeah. Because here it is, this is your grandmother, somebody who know yeah. you. Yeah, not, know. Not, not, not saying, more than you probably know yourself. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and it's not like, you know, and you know when you get married or you get in a relationship, that's the that's the phrase. Oh, I know you more than you think I do, right? Mm -hmm. And 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 that might be true. That yeah. you might think you know me more than you think, but in my mind, you still don't know me as much as you think you should. Yeah, exactly. But for for my grandmother to say, mm -hmm. uh -huh. you know, it was just like wow, like I really need yeah. to go home. And, so it, I, I had a lot to think about, and so I think that the moment when I start trying to figure out, okay, Kevin, what are you doing? Mm -hmm. What 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 happened to you? And then I start thinking about. All the things that I was trying to alter, yeah, exactly. all the things I was mm -hmm. trying to change about yeah, myself, because yeah. it stopped thinking like, well, if she can't handle me this way, then why am I trying to change? Because yeah. she still ain't liking me this way. Exactly. So yeah. I might as well just be who win I am. Winless situation. Exactly. Exactly. And, and, and I, I truly get that part because everybody can see it, but you, right. like I'm saying, even with my situation, man, my whole family can see it. But they didn't want to say nothing about it right. because they they honored that marriage. Right. But they knew they they could see it. Right. But at the same time, you can't see it because you're in the weeds. Right. Only time when she left, man, I told you it took me three. I was home three days. Man, I had a, I bought I went to Walmart, got me a blow up one Bed. of those yeah, okay. queen size. Right. Man, I cried almost every night, man. Right. And, and but I needed because it was cleaning me out. Right. At the same time. I began to see things. She would call and say, I hope you ain't got nobody in our house. I'm like, our house? You done left? You done took everything? You talking about our house? My name's still on the house. Like manipulation. But, you know, I, I'm still feeding because I'm going back and forth when on the phone. Right. So, you know, again, hindsight, seeing all this stuff, I should have never even answered the phone, leave it alone. Right. But as I was growing out of it, I can start seeing it what, what it really was. Okay. And it was manipulation. Okay. And it was it was things that I allowed. So I can't even be mad at her. It right. was me trying to change and conform right. to make her happy. Right. So whenever you do that, right, you already lost. Right. You are it's already yeah. a losing battle. Yeah. yeah, because you you already lost who you are to make somebody else happy. And I remember um, you know, um counseling was something that we did a lot. Like <laughs> I know throughout that process, a lot of people ask me, you know, did you go to counseling? Did you do this? Did you do that? Right. Yeah. And it's just like you, you'd be surprised how much counseling we did. Mm -hmm. Like you would be you'd be shocked 
how many times we went to council. And I mean, what, whether it was court appointed, mm -hmm. whether it was just us trying to want yeah. to do it, mm -hmm. whether it was, you know, us reaching out to yeah. people at the church and doing it with them, whether it was with a family, a friend, you know, mm -hmm. just so many different sessions yeah. when you're talking to people and you hearing her side, you hearing my side. And when everybody's saying the same thing, like you broke, yeah. she broke, mm -hmm. and y'all sitting here trying to fix each other. Y'all yep. can't, yeah. that, it ain't gonna work. Y'all y'all gotta go individually yeah. and fix each other individually first and then come back mm -hmm. and then see yeah. what happens. You yeah. you can't be broke and broke yeah. and trying to fix broke. Like, it, both it, of y'all broke. It, it don't work, and I'm right. telling you. And, and, and one thing that you gotta be careful about that is that you will start going into other relationships, man. If With the same mindset. The same mindset. Because yeah. I'm telling you, after me, me and her broke up, you know, after she left, you know, I started dating this young lady, man. And, and if you look on paper, we look like an ideal couple. I had no kids. She had no kids. Right. She worked with the federal government. I'm, I'm the manager where I'm working at. Okay. Um, you know, we, we both have all these things, these tangibles, that if you just look at it, you know. It look good on the outside. Yeah, if you was on one of those social media uh, match things, like, damn, they look good. compatible, you know, 100 on 100. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, I seen things in her that reminded me of my ex, ah, right? Okay. You know, with that part of always needing to be right. Right. Always wanting to take charge. But one thing about that is that, as us being men, we are already born to be in charge. Right. You know what I'm saying? We are born in that. It's role. embedded in us. Yeah, it, it, to a there. degree. Yeah. And so, but I, I'm not saying that, not that a male chauvinist, but I'm just saying right. just to take just over. Just in general. Whenever something going wrong, right. we're there to protect. Right. You know, we're there to provide. That's right. So that that's that's who we are. So you know, I got in this relationship, and I'm just like, I'm almost like when somebody look. I'm mirroring myself. Right. This same person just like me. Right. Because when I'm just you know, in the female upset, form. Yeah, I'm you know, I'm I'm not to have that. Right. She's not having Right. But you know, that that it doesn't work. So, right. you know, we dated for a little while. And and I truly believe that by me being able to see more of what happened in the past, I had to, you know, I had to put brakes on it. Right. Even though it looked right. Right. And, Felt and she, right. Yeah, and even she never even understand why I did it. The way I did it, okay, but because I didn't want to go back down that same road, I still had to fix me. Right. You know, I can't get in a relationship with somebody still broke. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Still dealing with those issues of uh, of not being faithful. Still right. dealing with those issues of I'm not gonna let nobody tell me what to the do. Dude, right. And, and, you know, because right. I already compromised once. Right. I'm not going down that road again. Right. So you know, I'm still trying to go through this part of me really first being on my own. Because right. look. After college, you know, I met her, then me and her been together. So I never even had that break where right. I was really alone or had my own place. It was me and her place. It was never just me. Right. Man, when I <laughs> when, when I had that, that little single spot, man, I was making up for all lost right. time. I can dig it. <laughs> you know, going out every Wednesday night. I can dig man, it. Man, working and doing this and doing that. I can dig but it. But at that same time, I, I was being, beginning to know who I was. Again. Yeah, I ain't right. even, you know, I ain't know, because I was so lost and trying to please right. and please and please. Right. I didn't even know who I was. I had to spend this time to, with yourself. Man, yeah. And I do like this. Oh, I don't really like that. Right. Yeah. And it's funny you bring that up because I, 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 I remember having a counseling session with a counselor. And I think I tell, you know, men, people in general, you know, it's one of the best decisions I ever made in my life to mm -hmm. really just go 
And I mean, when I went, you know, it was necessarily to kind of figure out what direction the marriage was going to go. Yeah. But then it ended up when, you know, she decided not to come anymore. Mm -hmm. And then it just ended up being not the marriage, but just me. Yeah. Uh -huh. You know, from when I was a little boy, yeah. mm -hmm. realizing that it was so much going on in my past mm -hmm. that it had built up to this point. And I didn't even realize that a lot of it was stemming from me yeah. Yeah. And, and stuff yeah. that I hadn't resolved yeah. mm -hmm. years and yeah. years and yeah. years ago. Yeah. So I remember talking to her and, and kind of, you know, getting into that mindset and then coming fast forward, you know, something that you said um, about, you know, kind of realizing that you was kind of changing. Yeah. who you were for her and yeah. she said kevin you know i'm gonna tell you something but i don't want you to be upset i want you to kind of take this with a grain of salt and go home and kind of really marinate on it and i mean ty it took me like i'm gonna say it took me over a month yeah. to really understand what she was saying and what she said was she said a lot of, of what i've gotten from you thus far when you tell me about your past when you tell me you know kind of you know high school yeah. college you know kind of the man you are yeah. you don't you don't strike me as somebody that's just gonna allow somebody to just disrespect you you don't allow you don't you don't strike me as a man that's just gonna let somebody just do whatever to you right so she said that what you, what you need to understand is she was like you allowing that's the word she used she said you allowing her to disrespect you is not her in her mind disrespecting you it's her just doing what she do because you don't nip it in the bud and you haven't nipped it in the bud so long to her is not yeah. disrespect yeah. Mm -hmm. it's just the way she talks Talk. to you uh, mm -hmm. and so it's not like now you're in a situation where you're like like defensive yeah. oh no you don't you don't need to talk yeah. to me yeah. like that uh -huh. now she yeah. don't know who that is yeah. uh -huh. because you've never done that never to her before. you've yeah. you've been trying to you know brush it off not say nothing she say disrespectful yeah. stuff to you and you know months and months of that build up yeah. now she doesn't see yeah that she's disrespecting you. Yeah. She just sees that this is the way she yeah. she can talk to you. And so I'm just sitting there and she was like, so to be honest, what I'm telling you is you created that. Yeah, exactly. You that's created that environment. That's and that I'm own, sitting there like, and I'm going take, back and right? forth. I'm yeah, like, uh -huh. man, are you tripping because uh -huh. I woo woo woo? And I, she was like, Kevin, I didn't tell you this to get you upset. Mm -hmm. I told you this. So when you leave here, I want you to just start focusing on that point yeah. for the next couple weeks. And yeah. I, I'm, I'm gonna tell you, I, the first night she told me, yeah. When I got in the car, yeah. she was all types of names when yeah, I got yeah, in the car. Yeah, yeah. No, no, uh, look, she talking yeah, about yeah, the fuck. Yeah. And then I think the week after I came back, and we never even revisited that the yeah, week after. We yeah. kind of went on to something yeah, else. Uh -huh. That third week I went back, I was like, why you tell me that? Uh -huh. And she said, oh, you ready? I was yeah. like, yeah, why you tell me that? And she broke it down. Yeah. She uh -huh. was like, when you think about it, a lot of the stuff that she was doing, you allowed it. Yeah, yeah. So you so can't. True. So yeah. you cannot be mad. I'm, mm -hmm. I'm not saying that you can't be mad at her because yeah. some of the stuff that she did was hurtful, yeah, but, but was you disrespectful. Gotta take that ownership but you got to take that on the chin because mm -hmm. you've created that yep. environment mm -hmm. that allowed her to just yeah. strike at you the mm -hmm. way she did. She said because I don't take you as somebody yeah. that nah. if you walked out in the middle of the street and somebody talked to you like that, I don't think that they was gonna get away with that. But you've allowed her to do that. Yeah. Uh -huh. And so Ty, it took me. Month, I'm, I'm gonna say about a month and a half yeah, yeah. to really like wow, yeah. like really. Yeah. And so, I think a lot of men, you know, I, I'm not saying they don't, but I'm wondering if a lot of men take that time because yeah. I got a homie that's getting married. Yeah. Um, you know, we riding down to Chesapeake, Virginia tomorrow for him to get married, yeah. and he went, he kind of went through a similar battle, yeah, similar times with me. Yeah. I mean, I met him 
through his wife. My yeah. wife at the time was her friend. Yeah. Uh-huh. And we always talk about this that now they not friends, mm-hmm. but me and him still, still friends. friends. Yeah. Right. And we we both went through our individual divorces. Yeah. You know, we 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 called each other. We was there for each other. We held each other accountable. Yeah, 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 certain yeah. things, you know, yeah. you called me. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm about to go, man. Yeah. But if you do that, then dog, what that's gonna lead you, man? Exactly. Like just just stay focused, stay the cause, yeah. let it ride out. And so to see him getting married again, I'm proud because it's like, you know, he, he got over that 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 struggle. You know, because that wasn't an easy struggle yeah, for him either. Because yeah. his ex-wife was jive vicious too and still to this day because it's not fully over between them but me you know he proud of me because he like slim i watched you from day one to now yeah and even though you struggled even though you had those moments where you didn't know what was going to happen you had those moments of weakness and he said i never looked at you as weak but those weak moments to me I looked at you as a strong man because you kept fighting regardless, yeah, right? Yeah, he yeah. said, now, when I look at you now and look at the situation with your daughter and how yeah. the co-parenting situation yeah. is with your yeah. ex-wife, he was like, man, I'm proud of you yeah. than anything yeah, because you, you you kept going. Yeah. And, and and that's the fight that I think yeah. all men need yeah. to have. Yeah. I mean, if it don't work out, yeah. it don't work out. Yeah. But that fight of really trying to find out or pointing the finger, oh, it was all her fault. Yeah, nah, yeah, bro. Yeah, we got to be able to hold ourselves yeah, accountable. Yeah, I, I, I totally agree with you on that, Kevin, because even till today, I still don't talk bad about her at all. You know, because I can't I can't control, I can only talk about what Me, I did right. wrong. You know what I'm saying? That's I true. can only talk about what, what I didn't say or, or what I allowed. That's true. You know? So because she was who she was before right. me right. and after me, she's still who she is. Exactly. So, so with me, I, I can't talk on it. I can say, man, I, I come in the house with empty, but that's something that I allow to happen. Right. You know what I'm saying? I had plenty of opportunities to get out of that situation. Right. But with me, I'm like, man, if I, I say I'm married, we married. Right. I, I'm in it for everything. Right. You know. Right. And, and it was funny because she even called me one time. You would never give me a divorce because I know how you are. You'd never give me a divorce. You know, this is after two years after she done left. Right. And, and you know, still I still playing that psychological yeah, warfare. Yeah, but, but it's funny now because I see it. I right. see it for what it is. Right. And then, you know, my, my ex had a daughter and she was, you know, speaking with her daughter, telling her daughter what to do with her husband. I'm like, never thinking that that would ever happen to me. You right. know what I'm saying? It's the same. It was the same thing. Right. So she was telling me who she was then. then but you, you know, really wasn't paying attention to her. Wasn't paying attention. Wow. And I'm just like, man, it, it was there all the time. That's crazy. So she she never heard who she was. Wow. I never accepted who she was. Exactly. And, and that that that's why I got to take it on the chin. Right. And, and and you know what? And it kind of made me kind of bitter and saying that, man, I don't think I'm gonna ever. Bitter would be a good word. But because I think I said all of that. Yeah. Would you get married again? Hell no. Nah. Yeah. Yeah, but but now I'm married, and we we going on ten years, and we go and, yeah, and yeah. we and we gonna get to that. So yeah. we we gonna take a quick break, y'all, because it's Valentine's weekend, and I, and again I wanted to do something different. I didn't want to make it where it was necessarily just all about you know the ups, because sometimes we got to go through some downs to get back up. So we are gonna take a quick break, and when we come back, we gonna kind of you know go to the good side of kind of going through a struggle or going through a war to kind of see, you know, how you end up if you stay fit to fight and keep fighting. So we'll be right back. This is a journey. It's it's a process. And and I know that you think that you know everything now. 
and out of the abundance of what you think you speak but sometimes if you would just hold your peace and realize that how you see it today may not be how you see it five years from now and you will have damaged everybody with wrong information because you thought it was an experience and it's a journey. I'm just captivated by these newest methods of mines And it's just fuel to the flame of this aggression of mines And just like fine wine, boy, we get better with time Cause I'm just moving, I'm moving, I'm moving, yeah I'm cruising, I'm cruising, I'm cruising, yeah I learned my lesson with a price to pay And I just got up on my knees and talked to Christ today Cause I'm just moving, moving, Cause I've been, cause I've been I'm cruising, cruising, cause I've been, cause I've been I learned my lesson with a price to pay and I um, woke up feeling blessed Told myself, gotta live and let go No regrets, forgiveness in my heart Never no stress, mellow breeze AOT, we the best, no Cali On this road to riches For a minute, hey, mileage Had some bustle on the way, guess who couldn't hold on Sad to say, times got real Look who didn't stay true Who you, this ain't no shade Just venting, no offense, forgot to mention You was my brother from another Nothing but love for you. Hope you shine. I've been told you nothing, or no one gon' ever stop mine. Oh no, this my prime time grind. Hey, I'm moving, I'm moving, I'm moving. Yeah, I'm cruising, I'm cruising, I'm cruising. Yeah, I learned my lesson with a price to pay, and I just got up on my knees and talked to Christ today. Cause I'm just moving, moving, moving. Yeah, I'm cruising, cruising, cruising. Yeah, I learned my lesson with to pay and I just got up on my knees and talked to Christ to death. So you, we, we was getting ready to get into kind of what I wanted to discuss because I wanted to play devil's advocate, kind of wanted to go from, you know, not negative, but just the lessons that we kind of learn going through, you know, our past and our, and our struggles that we go through. And so moving forward, you know, 
I know it was a dark tunnel and it was like, you know, am I going to do this again? Yeah. And so, again, you were just mentioning where you now married again, which yeah. I congratulated you on that. And you said 10 years, but kind of walk me through what that looked like, because I know you still had your you had your moments where you was like, hold on. I mean, yeah. is this is this right? Yeah. So kind of yeah. walk me through that. What did that look like? Yeah. yeah. And uh, this was definitely something that wasn't planned at all. Like I told you previously. I was seeing this young lady, you know, like I say, it was just like a mirror image of who I was. And I just knew that wasn't going to work. So, I, I, you know, I kind of backed up off that relationship. I was uh, trying to go get something taken care of the MBA. So, you know how Largo is, mm -hmm. right? <laughs> I was in Largo for about hour, hour, 45 minutes. Okay. And still had 200 people ahead of me. Wow. You know, so, you know, something kept telling me, just go to Waldorf to get this taken care of. Okay. And I, you know, I kind of struggled with that because I had the next day off. So I was just like, I just get just, up in the morning. And just go just do, do it. it. Right. But you know, I, I followed that that gut to, to go to Waldorf. Okay. So I went to Waldorf, I seen all these cars. I was like, man, this Again? is a dumb move. So, <laughs> so as soon as I walk in, it was a long line, but it was for people who just driving to get their driver's license. Okay. But what I had to take care of was something. It, it was about I'm telling you, I was in and out of there for about seven minutes. Okay, wow. So as I was leaving out, I seen this childhood friend that we grew up in the same neighborhood. Very first girl I ever kissed, man. Wow. And my I'm talking about very first girl I ever kissed. She told my mom that she was Mrs. Gregory. Wow. My wife said, "Who?" My, my mom said, "Who's this fast husband?" You know. Talk about this, yeah. This, you know, back then I was about 10, 11. You know, you go with somebody a week and it's right. over it's with, right? Right. right. So, you know, we we were so excited to see each other. We went to exchange business cards. So, I go to my car. She go to hers. We park right next to each other. Wow. I'm like, huh? So, you know, we passed and wow. you know, exchanged business cards. Then come to find out, we, we talking. We, you know, when you when you talking to somebody new or you ain't talking long, you talk. Yeah. You're on the phone for about two hours, yeah, you two and a half hours. Yeah. And come to find out, me and her was living in the same development. Wow. For about two years and never even seen each wow. other. Same development. So, you know, we start exchanging more information. And, you know, my wife was really in the church. My wife now, she's really in the church and always wanted me to go to her church and do all this. And I'm like, you know, I'm doing some Bible studies here and there. But, right. you know, I had one foot in, one, one foot, foot out, out, doing a hokey pokey, yeah. you know, not all the way committed. Right. So, you know, one day I went to church, whatever, I went to the Bible study, had a good time, you know. And then her pastor is like her father. He's like, um, yeah, he said, um, he said, What's your situation with your ex? I said, well, you know, we're still married, but we've been separated. Okay. We haven't really, you know, seen or talked to each other. You know, we talk on the phone, but we haven't seen each other in about two years. And we, we haven't said, we haven't really made yeah, it legit yet. Yeah, yeah. So he was like, uh, I want to meet her. I'm like, huh? What you want to meet her for? You know what I'm saying? Being, you know, we started something new. new over he wants to see my ex. Yeah. So okay, he was like, um, yeah, give me her number. And I was like, I was kind of, you know, kind of holding off on that because well, I'm going to give her, you know, I don't know what she going to tell this, right. this man. Right. And we ain't talking to, I mean, we haven't so seen who, each other. So who knows what yeah. she's going to say. So I ended up giving him um, the number. And uh, at that time, she went to go meet with my pastor and his wife. Oh, wow. Yeah. So he had a meeting with her, just them three. 
Wow. Then he had a meeting with me. Wait a minute. So she showed up for the meeting? Yeah. Wow. She showed up for the meeting. Wow. And, and you know, she kind of took some ownership of what she did. Wow. And, you know, and then she told every well, everything she told me about me, I already exposed myself in it. Right. Because I'm not going to lie. I'm saying, yeah, I yeah, did this, I did, I did that. that. Right. You know, because right. at that time, I've been taking the ownership of what anyway. I did wrong. Right. So he said, well, look, I want y'all to go on a date. Wait a minute. Yeah. You, you and your ex. Me and my ex. And my, my, my wife now, she was like, I don't know how this going to go. I never even see this coming. But my pastor is like, you know, if anything, if he can salvage a marriage, that's what he's more interested in salvaging instead of tearing something apart. Wow. Because he had to answer to God that wow. he didn't do everything he could do to salvage that marriage. Wow. So we we uh, we wow. went to uh, we went to dinner, right? We went to uh, Carabas, right okay. on 301. Okay. So, you know, I met up there. Okay. You know, we've called you. We got to talking. You know, we got to get a lot of stuff off our chest. You know, apologize for a lot of things wow. I did wrong. You know, and, you know, at the end, I walk her to a car and open the door for her and give her a hug and put her in the car. So she calls me immediately. And the car said, You give me this church hug. I'm still your wife. I'm like, Huh? You still my wife? We ain't seen each other in two years. You talk about you still my wife. So, you know, mindset already changed. I already know the game. Right. So, you know, I just laughed it off. I right. said, well, you know, it was just great seeing you. It was great for us right. to get these conversations in. Right. So at, at that time, she was still texting me. That's the time she said, you never divorce me. You never do this. You never do that. So, you know, it came to a point where I, I had to sever that relationship because, you know, I'm marinating on something new. You right. Know? And when I did that, it was like a burden lift off me, mm. but it was also like a death. Man, going through a divorce is like a death. Man. I don't care if we, if you want to be real, be real. Yeah, because yeah, it's you, real. You, you separating from a part that was never supposed to meant to be separated from anyway. Wow. So I dealt with that man internally. Wow. I dealt with it. So you know, and, and I kept it. Spoke to her, told her everything. So my my pastor called her back probably like three or four months later. He said, "Well." It, uh, is it over now? And she told him yes. Mm. But yet she was telling me that I won't let her go. But she told him yes. That's all I needed her to do to tell him that. Because so, now he about to set yeah, you on a different path. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So when she did that, I put the paperwork in motion. Okay. So I, I served her. Okay. And, you know, I didn't even want. I didn't want nothing she took. Right. I just wanted the absolute divorce. Right. I already had the time in because you had to be twelve in months. Just separated a year. Mm -hmm. I had all that in. Right. So it was just easy to do that. And once I did that, I mean, she got upset with me. Yeah. Like, like she don't even speak to me no. Yeah, it's over. Yeah. So you, you really, you really yeah. buckled down and yeah. said it was over. So, so now you know I'm starting this new life because me and this person we was married for seventeen years. Wow. Married seventeen years. So I'm starting this new life, right? And with my wife, you know, I had no kids from the previous marriage. None. 17 years, no kids. So me and my wife got married uh, first year. Probably, probably a year in the marriage, she got pregnant. Okay. And my, my first daughter. Okay. And, and she, my wife already had three kids already. Previous. They, yep. And okay. they, they were mine too. That's good. Because the, the father was never there for them. Wow. No, he he abandoned me, so wow. I, I had to step wow. in that role, and it was okay, right? That's but, a whole other conversation. Yeah, yeah, so I had to step in that role, and now I have four kids, okay. right? So it's just amazing how how God can restore stuff.
because you know I end up because now that's a blended yeah. family. Oh, Plus, yeah. Yeah. you starting your own thing. Oh yeah, and and, and again that that house that she left, you know, I tried to hold on to it. it was, okay. My my note was like almost three thousand dollars a okay. month. Okay, and so it went to foreclosure. You know, I had to go through that foreclosure thing, mm -hmm. and but at the same time, it was a relief because it was gone. Right, and then it still had like whoever paid for the house. It was still like a, a upside down $75,000. Okay. But the bank wiped it off. Wow. So I was able to, after two years, I was able to get a brand new house built from scratch. Wow. So in my neighborhood, so I watched the builder build. Every time he came, come at me about some paperwork, I always had it. He said, look, I don't know if I can do it. If you had this, this, that. And I gave him all the paperwork and, and it went through. So everything that I lost in the previous marriage, Mm. Man, I, I regained everything better. Mm. You know, I even lost a car in it and re regained another car. Right. So, you know, I, that's one thing I tell anybody. Go through that process. Don't ever think it's over with because it's still light at the end of that tunnel. Right. You got to continue to fight through that thing. Right. So, you know, like now, we're going on 10 years. Okay. And our daughter, she's seven going on eight. Okay. So, you know, life is grand and it gives me a different perspective of women too. Right. You know. While you raising a little yeah. one. Yeah. Right. So. I'm, with, I'm, I'm with, there with you. With my wife now, I, I, I can say without a doubt that I've been faithful. And I could never say that before. Right. So, and, and, and it's not only being faithful for her, but for my daughter. Right. So, it's, I don't spend a night. If I'm out, it's because I'm out of town with work or something. And, and you know, I, I don't do those late night things and right. those things. Right. And then you know, it, it's just interesting to see how, at this time, it's like she's been meant for me all that time. Anyway, mm. you know, wow. do we have our ups and downs? Of yeah. course. Yeah, but but do we love each other unconditionally? Yeah. yeah. So so that that's the part that you know, even though you may be going through something, man, I'm telling you, you never give up because. I, I like to put it in here that, you know, God always have a better plan than what you have. Right. And, and you know, sometimes he'll let you fail at your plan yeah. so you can get to his plan. That's right. Man, I'm telling you, man, life has been grand. Now we're about to go to, like, Norfolk, okay. same area you're going in okay. for this marriage retreat. And okay. we, we invest in our marriage. We right. do these things. Okay. And we talk to other couples that may be going through things. Right. And, and just, you learn you know, stuff and from them. Yeah, and yeah. share with them. And, you know, and how I have totally exposed everything man, about being unfaithful. I totally exposed everything about even being those working relationships. Right. You at work, you in right. a leadership role, this right. young lady looking at, you, you know, it, it happens. Right. But, you know, I'm telling you, it's just, when that second half, man, it, it's just like God created a halftime. You say, look, right. halftime, y'all down 14. Right. But we're going <laughs> to well, work your time, way back. I was down 17 years. Right, right. He say, look, we can still get back in this right. game, and, and I mean, and sometimes when I talk to people, I don't, I, I don't get like um, overly spiritual with it. Yeah, but yeah. I'll tell anybody if they ask me, you know, because people say, you know, well, how did you get through it? And I would tell them, I was like, if it wasn't for my family, if it wasn't for you know my church and the leadership of my church, and when I say leadership, meaning that the people that I connected with, if it wasn't for them, you know, just being generally who they were, yeah. I would have lost my mind. Oh, yeah. I would have literally lost my mind. I mean, it was times when, you know, I had no idea what I was going to do next, yeah. whether I had to go to work, whether I had to pay a bill, whether I had to get gas in my yeah. car. I was just walking around like a zombie. Yeah. Like, what, what am I supposed yeah. to do? Like, what am I doing? Like, because this is not what I 
envision when I signed up to do this. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. And it had went so left. I was like, if it wasn't for, you know, you know, Minister, you know, Beverly and, and, and Minister Skip, um, if it wasn't for Miss um, K. Ron, if it wasn't for, you know, um, it was just so many people who I met while I was at that church because I remember going there and it was so big and I was so intimidated. And I remember this lady said, you know, the more you get connected, you know, mm -hmm. in this church, yeah. the smaller it's going to yeah, get. Yeah. And, and it was just the honest God truth. Yeah. The more I went, the more I kind of, you know, went to service. People, you know, recognized yeah. me. Yeah. And then once I kind of, you know, got settled, so yeah. to speak, you know, I started going to MCC and yeah. connected with Christ. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Then I started going to the Ephesians Man class. Then I started um, volunteering, yeah. Yeah. you know, prison ministry. Yeah. So it yeah. just started. And it wasn't like, you know, it wasn't like I was pressured. No, it was like it was just natural. Yeah, yeah. It was just a natural yeah, flow of yeah, order that yeah. you know. I was at MCC one day, and the dude was talking about a new class. He was mm -hmm. like, "Man, you know, it's gonna be powerful. It's the first class. I think you should come." Yeah. And I went and yeah. went through the whole class, and then I met another man. He was like, "Yeah, because I do prison ministry." I said, "You do what?" He said, well, "Yeah, we go out to the prisons. We talk to the bro." I was like, "Man, let me sign yeah, up for yeah, that." And yeah. I did it for like six years yeah. straight. Yeah. And there was a lot of people who didn't even know I was doing yeah. it, but I was doing it where I had to go to work, uh -huh. I had yeah. to come home, yeah. uh -huh. change my clothes, yeah. get kind of dressed up because uh -huh. you couldn't go in the jail yeah. and your yeah. casual clothes. Yeah. Uh -huh. You had to kind of be yeah. professionally dressed. Yeah. So if an, an emergency kicked off, they could identify you from the inmates, yeah. right? So I have so so this was some commitment. This yeah. was going home, changing my clothes, meeting the men, going to the yeah. jail, then coming back home, getting some rest, yeah. going to work. And I did that for like six years. Yeah. Yeah. And so it was just like it wasn't like, you know, I had to do it. It was something that just felt right. You know what I mean? It so all, it was already in you, man. That that's that's one thing about people to understand with this wall that it's in you because at that time I, I me and my wife, we end up going to theology school. Okay. We ended up finished getting our masters. Oh wow. And we got ordained in 2013. Okay. And I'm a, over our youth. Oh, so wow. you know I, I've been in youth ministry for about seven years. Okay. Now. So you know and this is something that's near and dear my heart because I've coached football my all life. your life, yeah. You know, number eleven, helping out with Baloo. Yeah. And, and, and you know just giving back to a sport that gave me so much. Yeah. So you know that was a natural progression to get into youth ministry and you know no matter how many people show up or who don't show up i, I know that i'm doing the work right. that i've been called to do right and and, and i'm faithful right. every tuesday 7 30 and seven yeah i'm there right it, it, you know i don't care right. what's going even when i was coaching football right I, like condition that i'm coaching it's my tuesday seven i, I, I can't, do it. can't right. do it right right you gotta know That's what's up so but you know and we, we continue to grow, man. And, and I'm telling you this because some people just need to hear that because they think that they're in this relationship that it can't get better, it right. won't get better. Right. But you got to do a self-assessment. You got to right. look at yourself. You can't look at your wife or you can't look at your husband and try to make them into a person that they That you not. want them to be. Yeah, right. they got to be who they are. Who they are, right. Yeah. And that's how things naturally blossom. And yeah. I mean, I, I I understand that now. Yeah. But going through that and kind of figuring out, you know, because it was time, like I said, it was times I would just look in the mirror and be like, "Who are you? Yeah. Like, what yeah. what are you doing?" Yeah. And then, like I say, to hear my grandmother say what she's saying, and then to hear this lady who I don't know, yeah, exactly. this professional, yeah, mm -hmm. so to speak, yeah. and telling me yeah. that you know, after us talking for a couple weeks, 
you don't strike me as the person that would just let people yeah. talk to you any kind of way. Yeah. So, so why is that happening? Yeah. You know, and I mean, she said, and I can tell that you know it's from it's coming from a good place yeah. because yeah. you just don't want to argue, yeah. you don't um, want to be rude or disrespectful yeah. to your wife. But, to make it work. but but look what it's doing to her. Yeah. Yeah. Uh -huh. It's 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 actually altering who she is yeah. into somebody else now. Yeah. Yeah. So y'all yeah. both somebody mm -hmm. different yeah. uh -huh. than what y'all started out, and I'm yeah. just sitting there like. What? Yeah. And so I remember um, a, the spiritual counselor kind of sat us down and talked to us. And I could just remember, you know, going outside, having like a conversation with her, just kind of giving her, you know, like you say, your side, her side. So we went outside and I kind of just told her, you know, what it was with me, where I grew up, how I was raised, primarily raised by my mother, my grandmother. My father was dead. But, you know, I mean, I pretty much for a long time kind of not raised myself, but kind of was self-taught to do a lot of stuff you know what i mean cook clean whatever and it was just like she came back in the house with both of us and she looked both of us in the eye because she had already been mentoring my ex-wife and she was just like look she looked at my ex-wife she was like i know he's left a few times and came back and tried to make it work and this that and the third and i know y'all been at it she was like but after listening to with him she just told my ex she was like if he leave again he not coming back so if y'all can't work this out, then it might as well just be done. So I remember we had the conversation and I want to say maybe, um, I say seven months, but I remember staying for a period, a period of time. I was kind of living in the basement, you know, cause after it got so rough, you know, it was just too hard to be in the same room, in the same bed. And so I remember leaving and, and I had got a lawyer, you know, to get some advice. And she kind of advised me what to do. And from that point on, it was like, I moved out and I never said that I wanted a divorce. I never said that I didn't want to, I just wanted to be away from the situation. So I can kind of figure out what's next. And I'm thinking before I can ever really get like, you know, get my mind right. I was at work and my mother called me. She was like, there's six sheriffs out here looking for you. I said, looking for me. I said, well, I ain't do nothing what they want. She said, well, let me go out here because Greg, my stepfather, was talking to him. And she was like, they almost gave him a heart attack because they were so aggressive yeah, yeah. looking for me like yeah. I did something. Yeah. And all they was trying to do was serve me divorce papers. Yeah. I was like, what is that all about? Yeah, yeah. And so in my mind, it was like, if she has has served me with divorce papers, then then yeah. that's the confirmation oh, yeah, that yeah, it's done. Yeah. And we need to just solidify yeah. it and go from there. But like you say, it was, you know, some of the worst times oh, yeah. of my life going through that. Just yeah. seeing a person that you love, that yeah. you was with. You made that commitment. To kind of yeah. see how they, yeah. I don't want to say treat you, but yeah. to try to see how they yeah. maneuver oh, yeah. in that in that yeah. arena. And yeah. you just looking like, wow. Yeah. And you, you put your all into this wow. situation. And this person, I'm like, You're even like, wow. when I went to court and I seen her lawyered up, I'm like, really? You the one caused all this. I'm saying you the one was throwing stuff, and you know I grabbed you because you throwing stuff. And, you know I leave. And and and, and 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 I would honestly say it got scary because I I was like once once it was the pushing and the shoving yeah, yeah, and the yeah. getting in each other's face, yeah, yeah. and then this little baby in your stomach. I was like, you know what? This, you know, I you know I always tell you know some of my women female friends and some of my male friends that. You know, I think that my emotional attachment to some women, if I'm really connected to them, is, you know, to be as humble as I can because I, I get that 
that emotional thinking. Yeah. Meaning like you're not really thinking reality, you thinking just off your feelings. feelings. And so That's I it. get yeah. that sometimes. Mm -hmm. So I, so it was times when I would she would vent and I would just be like, All right. Yeah. Uh -huh. You know what I mean? Yeah. But again, like my like the council was saying, but those were the times that you were supposed to stand up and be yeah, a man yeah. uh -huh. and say this. Yeah. But then you got these, you know, these sayings, you know, he ain't no real man. Yeah. But what is a real what is yeah, the yeah. what is the term real? Yeah. Like yeah. either you a man or you not. Yeah. And so because I'm being quiet or because I'm being staying in the office, I'm not being a real man. Well, it takes more to just do that. But then to say something, that's that's restraint. That's showing restraint. If you want to categorize a real man, a real man that can have restraint. Right. That that that's what that's what that showed me. But if restraint. I turn around and 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 jaw jack and get in yeah. your face, now yeah. I'm nothing. Yeah. yeah. So it's like you it's don't like win. it's like a mean <laughs> catch twenty two. Yeah, you don't win. It's like yeah. a mean catch twenty two. So I mean, for me, I just I just thought that it would be a nice you know conversation because again, like I think I don't I'm not gonna say I don't think brothers have this conversation, but when I listen to some of the men that I know and some of the stuff that we've been through as men and some of the stuff, you know, conversations that I had with women, it just seems like it's a bad mix of people not really fixing yeah. Yeah. what was wrong beforehand before they dive into something. Yeah. Like and, said, and they think they got it all, you know, buttoned up, yeah. Yeah. but then when they involve with somebody else, stuff start yeah. popping up and it's like, well, what is this? Yeah. And what is this? And why do you treat yeah. me like this? And so it's just so much that we we not taking enough time it's like i mean i know you know um the way the society is now and you know the way you know people getting shot you know people yeah. getting sick you know i understand that but why not take that time to make sure you good before you dive in you know what i mean and it's and it's so many relationships out here that's just you know i see people get married and i got friends that's married and i just look at them i'll be like yeah. What y'all doing, man? Yeah, yeah. You know, I I literally know a a a a, a, a couple who are married, mm -hmm. been married. I want to say maybe fifteen years. Yeah. Got a son. Yeah. And they literally, literally, uh -huh. cheat on each other yeah. on a regular basis yeah. and come home. Yeah. To each other. Yeah, but 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 what? that's not that's not that's not real marriage. And, and I tell people too, because some people just want to rush and get it. I said, man, that that's a life decision that you make it. And you want to take your time with that, man. You don't you don't want to rush into that. And I, I was just thinking, like a, it was a couple months ago, me and my wife was having a conversation. With, and this is real talk. And she was like, um, why do you get so quiet on me sometimes? And, and I tell her, and she said, well, it seemed like you all, you angry with us. Even people at church can tell it. I said, no, sweetheart, I'm still trying to work some things out. On my and that, own. That, that's what I do. But I didn't understand the impact that I was, it was her on her right. in, in, in the house. Right. So, you know, people on pins and needles. Right. But that, that, and I had to sit the whole family down and say, no, this is how I process it. Right. It doesn't have anything to do with you all. Right. And that's one thing that we don't do a lot of is communicate. That's true. And that's what we, we do, but yeah. we don't. Yeah. We don't communicate properly. Yeah, well, we don't dig deep into right. it because one time I, I told we do her, we do what's on the surface, oh, not yeah. what's underneath. Yeah, yeah. Because I, I talked to her one time, I told her that um, I, I said that it's kind of hard for me to talk to you about things because I don't trust you. Mm. She said, "Huh? What do you mean you don't trust?" I said, "It's not you that I don't. I don't trust you. It's it's a, it's a." It's something inside that, you know, because of past relationships, if I open up and tell that, mm. it will be used against me. 
So I learned to hold that stuff in. Mm. But now I've already learned how to, to trust this person. You can't do that with everybody. Right. So I had to learn how to kind of open up in that. Right. It's still things that you still, as you live and you grow, it's right. still things that you still got to work yeah, on. Yeah, that's true. And continue to fix. And me and her still talk about it today. It's just like, you know, it, it's, it, she understood where I was coming from because when I said I don't trust you, she was just taking it personal. I was just like, it's, it's anybody right. with this here. Not just you. Yeah, I got to I got to I got to process this. this. Yeah, because yeah. that, that hurt. Yeah. I mean, that's real. Yeah. That's real yeah, hurt. But, but I had to go back through it to communicate. Because right. if I just left it that I don't trust you. She would have been done. done. She would have been like, yeah. what? You don't yeah. trust me? But, what but we doing? We had a conversation, a deep one about it. She understood where I was going at with it. And, and we are able to talk about this. Because I remember one time having a discussion with a group of women, and it was some men there as well, and I remember them mentioning that, you know, men need to learn how to be more vulnerable. And it came to your point where you feel like, you know, you've opened up and had that vulnerability with one other person, yeah. but all it did was get thrown in your, your face. face. So yeah. it's not as easy yeah. to be uh -huh. as vulnerable yeah. and as, you know, trying to open yourself yeah. up to somebody because you're not really sure yeah. if that person can it. nurture that. Yeah, yeah exactly. Because if they don't nurture it correctly, now you're putting yourself yeah. right back in your same, same situation. Yeah. Yeah. And so I'm not saying that as men shouldn't be vulnerable, but even with females, we got to be careful. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's Cause, no, cause, no Because you can you set us up. You, yeah, you, you got to know who you be involved yeah. with. So, but with me, I had to look at it and say, this is not those past relationships. She's right. not... She not dead, and I, and I and I put that guard up, and and, and I and I dealt, and I and I look back at, I'm looking at all my relationships. I was like that, right. because you know, because of something that happened to me before. Then when that when that try to open it up, and that continue to happen, like man, I close that thing down. Right. You know, I'm, I'm gonna <laughs> put a padlock on that, that joint. Yeah. Exactly. Uh -huh. So if you so you know we 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 gonna wrap up, but if if, if you had to give a man. You know some 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 you know words of wisdom you know so to speak encouragement if, if if it's something going on with him and not necessarily nothing where it's detrimental but just something where you know men aren't so easily to open up and talk about things in their past and not even just being married but just things in general because i know it's sometimes things come out on the podcast that i talk to people and like you said you know on the break that you know it's like therapy and i'm yeah. like for me that's kind of exactly what it is so it it's easier for me to release what i want to say in conversation versus just talking to any random person mm -hmm. and i'm finding myself being a little bit more um easier to let out some of the stuff that's been because people listen be like that happened to you i'd be like yeah and then it's like, damn, I ain't know that. So if you had to give like, you know, a, a, a word of encouragement for a man that's out there struggling with trying to, you know, bounce back, you know, what, what would that, what would that sound? Like? Well, well, that word of encouragement is that I will let them know that it can be done, and that they need to surround themselves around people that's doing what they want to do, or, or have healthy relationships. Because it, the worst thing you can do is get some advice from somebody that's going through the same thing you're going through and at the same spot that you're in. And, and, and sometimes we gravitate to a friend and, and, and not really look at somebody that that's al already overcame that particular situation. And, and you have to be open and honest with somebody. Right. So right. You, you find that person that you can gravitate to, that you can talk to, that you can learn from. Because the best wisdom you can get is from somebody that already been through. Ah, say that again. You know? And sometimes we try to get the wisdom from somebody that ain't never been through nothing. Right. 
So how can they train you or teach you or, or, or help you that never even been through nothing? Right. So that that would be my advice, that you find somebody, because there's plenty of people that have been through plenty of things that, that you can talk to and be able to get your, get yourself in a position where you can start growing. Because right. the last thing you want to do is be stagnant in any situation that you're in. So I'm, I'm, I'm going to end with this, I mean, on a lighter note. You know, is 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 Valentine's Day simply just about gifts and buying your significant other gifts? Is it is it is it about that or is it about something a little bit more? I believe it's something a little bit more because once you start getting into the commercial piece of anything, that's almost like Christmas. You just you don't be around your kids. You just buy them a gift for Christmas. Don't be in their life or anything. It, it it doesn't it don't hold the same weight. Mm. But man, if you're already in a relationship with somebody, Valentine should be every day. Right. So you you're gonna have your trials and tribulations right. with anything. Right. But for the most part, it's just another day that you just express love. Right. That's it. And I mean, I, I had a conversation with a homie of mine. He was just, you know, he was basically saying how you know Black History Month, you know, gets over 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 salt you know, early on by Valentine's Day. And it just made me think, I was like, damn, he got a point. Yeah. Cause when, you know, I mean, in the last two or three days, every time yeah. I turn the TV on. Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, all these diamond commercials yeah. Yeah. and, you know, gifts for mom. Yeah. And yeah. it's just like, wow. Yeah. But then it's like, you might get a snippet of, you know, some black history. Yeah. And I mean, my thing was, you know, black history month is February, but I was like, we got to get that mindset where it's three, 365 days a year. And I mean, just with Valentine's Day, Valentine's Day shouldn't be just one day where you show a significant other or a family member or whoever some love. We should be able to do that all, you know, all year round. Yep. Versus just, just making it be just one day. Because yeah. after that one day, that yeah. means the love is gone. Yeah, like, exactly. I mean, right? What does that mean? After you don't spend about $120 on flowers and, right. and, and a car, you right. know, it's something that, you know, the sentimental stuff, but you got to know who your partner is. Right. If you like flowers, it shouldn't right. be just flowers on, on Valentine's Day. Right. Right. You know, I, I used to do with my wife, like every two weeks I get paid, I get her some flowers. So I do something, you know, special. And because I wanted to do it, not because I felt like right, I obligated, had it. Yeah. right, and, right. and that, that's a difference, right? But uh, yeah, that this uh, Valentine's Day is really commercialized, yeah, right? Like, even my little one, she's talking about is she getting a card and candy? See, <laughs> see what I mean? Yeah. But, so it know. just, it just, it just, it just, it just made me think about that and kind of you know, see what your take on it was. But man, I'm glad we did this, man. I'm glad that um we had an opportunity to link up because I think that when people hear this, you know. Um, male and female, because I think that, you know, a lot of times when I do talking, it's mainly with a man or I'm having a discussion with a man. I don't want women to think that I'm leaving them out. I mean, because at times I want to hear from them, too. I want to hear, you know, some of the stuff that they going through or, you know, something from their perspective. Because yeah. there's somebody out there, you know, that's a female that's relatively going through something. And it could be her feeling the same way, feeling like she's changed for him. But the outcome is what? You know what I mean? So. I just do it, you know, because it's more relatable to me as yeah, a man, no you know what I mean? No but not to take anything away from the women. So, I mean, Valentine's weekend, I'm, I'm not really going to celebrate Valentine's weekend. I mean, I, I might buy my daughter a card and, you know, that's about it. But I think this discussion was basically just to kind of, you know, um, kind of get people to think about what's really going on because there's a lot of people out here struggling, a lot of people out here hurting. 
and you don't necessarily know what somebody's going through until they speak their piece or until they decide to open up and feel like that you know that's something that they want to do so i'm glad my brother ty came through to um have a conversation with me man and again i don't want this to be our last discussion oh, oh, i want no you to get doubt, on here no with me no as doubt, much as possible no and um i just want y'all to have a safe weekend you know don't spend too much on valentine's day and just know that you know black history should not just be one month it should be all year round and that goes for valentine's day as well it's the six man y'all be easy and y'all don't do nothing you know that i wouldn't do and all like i always say y'all be better than you were yesterday peace daddy what's a will yes. Take those monies and spread cost families. My sister Hattie and Luda, nephews, cousins, and TT. Eric, the rest of beef for whatever she wants to do. She might start an institute. She might put poor kids in school. My stake in Rock Nation should go to you. Leave a piece for your siblings to give to their children too. Title the champagne. Do say I like to see a nice peace fund ideas for people who look like we. We gon' start a society within society. That's major. It's like the Negro League. There was a time America wouldn't let us fall. Those times are now back. It's now called Afrotech. Generational wealth, that's the key. My parents ain't had shit, so that shift started with me. My mom took her money, she bought me bonds. That was the sweetest thing of all time, uh. Legacy, 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 legacy. Black excellence, baby, you gon' let them see. Legacy, 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 legacy. Black excellency, baby, let them see.